Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And thank you for joining me on the Mummy Movie Podcast, where we are looking at The Scorpion King from 2002, a film which actually I'm not 100% is set in Egypt, to be honest. And for that reason, I've actually got two guests with me today. I've got uh, Jack Eggington over here and Harrison Waldman. So, uh, Jack, do you want to say a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I know very little about ancient Egypt, I must say. I am an archaeologist by trade, um, currently doing a PhD in bioarchaeology, a bit niche, but uh, there you go. I too am also suitably um, unqualified to talk about Egypt, not knowing <laughs> Well, a great this deal. isn't about Egypt, so This isn't about Egypt, no, it's fine. Um, I'm also an archaeologist, um, studied it at university, and have been working in commercial archaeology ever since. Yeah, um... In terms of like the format for this episode, it's going to be a little bit different because this film, well, I started watching it essentially thinking it was well, because of The Mummy Returns. It was about Egypt. You know, it's going to be about Egypt. Uh, I haven't seen this film for about 15 years. I don't believe either of you have seen it. You hadn't no, seen it before not, this. Not until no. last night, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember when I was younger, I used to quite like this film. I'm not going to lie. But um, it's very vague about what, where it's set let's put it that way mm, it's incredibly vague yeah yeah so we're not going to go too much into history this is more just going to be a discussion of the film so uh with that i have my dramatic opening to do right it is 3000 bce and you're a mighty assassin tasked with killing a sorcerer who is assisting an evil conqueror however little do you know that your fates are entwined and she shall help you become the Scorpion King. There we go, that's that done. That's very, right. very dramatic. Thank you, thank you. I've got goosebumps. Right. Uh, so, indeed. shall we dive right in and talk about the first scene, or do you want to just talk a bit generally about the film first? Um, Maybe general thoughts. Yeah, general thoughts. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'll start. My, my general thought is um, I actually very much enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it was good, but uh, it wasn't quality. No, I'll no. say that. Um, it was a bit slapsticky, kind of cheesy, but that's what I quite loved about it. It was, it was um, I think it was knowingly, it knew it was bad and it sort of it knew what it was. It didn't I take mean, itself too yeah. seriously, yeah. I think yeah. was what I got, got mm. out of it. Very entertaining, but if mm. you're looking at this from a sort of critics' <laughs> well, point I, of view, consensus, then maybe not. I honestly started <laughs> writing down notes about the historical accuracy for this one. And it is quite, I feel I find there's a balance because you can just come across as a bit, a bit stuck up with yeah. these kind of things when you do it. So try and do it in a certain way. With this film, there is no way of looking at it what, and not What just... is interesting is, <laughs> I had not seen this film, it did remind me of The Mummy. It had the same sort of tone. Just, just chuck some heavy metal music yeah, in there as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did find it funny where like uh, the only reference really to Egypt in the whole film was at the beginning where they go before, before the, time the time of the pyramids <laughs> and then they just talk about Babylonians and Arcadians <laughs> and Sumerians. Yeah. And I, I think they've got Nubians in there, which is probably the closest you're yeah. really getting to. Like, Acadians as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. yeah. Um, all different time periods. All different you know time I mean? periods. And <laughs> I love the fact of all these civilizations. It, like, the very first together. weapon you see is a, a throwing star. <laughs> which I'm not sure was ever in the Middle East. No, like, and I, I think it didn't come around until about one thousand five hundred years later. So I mean, like literally from the very beginning, you're like, I can't really assess this act. Just assume everything's wrong. Oh, we, we, <laughs> may, we may have not found the throwing stars yet. You never know. I mean, they might turn up on some archaeological site one day. Yeah. Um, so anyway, to look at the first scene, we start with. 
Dwayne the I'm going to call him Dwayne the Pebble Johnson because he looks a lot smaller mm, in this that's one. True. Yeah. Uh, he man. hasn't bulked up at this point in his no, career. He hasn't got the gains. No, the gains, no. But, not quite. Yeah, his his brother has been captured and he's being held by generic sort of tribe that we don't really get who mm. they are. And he's sort of like on this weird cross thing. And they're going, we have killed Babylonians. We have killed Assyrians. We have killed Sumerians. But we have never killed an Arcadian before. And that's his brother. Mm. And then we see Dwayne the Rock Johnson climbing a mountain. And what's on his back? Do you remember? A big old rock. A boulder. Yeah, like I just, just literally a boulder. It's literally a boulder. Which... It's a very Flintstone-esque boulder. That's, what, yeah. that's literally yeah. what he's carrying. Uh, not sure why. No. Really. Which is a bit ambiguous. Yeah, well... It's soon revealed. I always assume, because then you know, like, when he throws it down, there's a massive explosion. I thought it was yeah. kind of like, you know, like, in, 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 like, action films with cars just explode. I just assumed that happened with the boulder. <laughs> Yeah, it was the most the, the olden day. He tried explosive. to recreate that scene in Indiana Jones, but instead of the boulder just coming yeah. down, he, he was like, just someone, the He, was, he, he was, was the, the boulder behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting scene. Like, I don't really understand how he wasn't hurt himself because wouldn't the boulders drag him down? He'd just knock himself out by falling on the boulder. I don't really. Well, it's not accurate, obviously. I don't. For a brief <laughs> moment, the, the way it was that, shot, but... where he was sort of on top of that hill, I thought he actually used the boulder to like. Knock himself underneath, <laughs> yeah. just like drop the boulder on top of himself. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But no, he just submerges the ground. That, that would have been yeah. a short movie if he just killed himself with a boulder. <laughs> I think having watched this film, I think we've established he's pretty much immortal. Yeah, I will. I will yeah, yeah. The Scorpion less. King didn't really stand much of a chance. I will say though, I, I did think it did set the tone for the film quite well. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, what you did. were getting in for when you after this for scene. Sure. It was just yeah. dumb violence, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we then move on to sort of the the expl- explanation for the film, essentially, mm. which is we find out that it's a time before the pyramids, and there's this sort of, I mean, what well, he was Memnon, wasn't it, his name, the the Memnon, bad guy, yeah, and yeah, he was just in, I, they didn't really say the name of his tribe, did they? He was just like no a tribe from they said from the sea, I yeah, swear they came from the sea, which made me think of the sea people, which, which wouldn't be surprising, yeah, <laughs> that's what two thousand years off, you know. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah he's basically what like going across the lands taking over everyone and then you've got these three tribes that are left over again very vaguely named three mm. tribes not sure they even have named the three peoples the three peoples the magic tribes that just move well, across this yeah I do remember they had Michael Clark Duncan, who was playing, you know, like the other big guy. He was also in The Green Mile, if you've mm, ever seen that. Yes. If you haven't, that's a fantastic yeah. film. Um, but I remember he was supposed to be Nubian in the film. That's the one I do remember. Mm, it, their tribe was Nubian, were they? Because they were all... Well, I don't know if his tribe was Nubian, but he was from a Nubian tribe. I remember uh, saying that like, He was like the, the king or something. But they did weirdly get between him and, like, Babylonia and places very quickly. You know, considering oh, that's yeah. on the other side of Egypt. They basically teleported. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty- Prehistoric teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was a great. It was a great start. Yeah, a great yeah. backstory. It gave like, vague, the, you know, the and I use it in quotation marks historical background. Yeah, the historical background. Film. Yes, mm. uh, I don't really know. If there's much more to say. No, there's no, really. right yes. no. Then, yeah, that we have the meeting of the uh, the tribes. This kind of like just leads on from it, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we do see, um, well, we find out that um, Dwayne Johnson uh, basically is being paid 20 rupees. Mm, which I thought was a rather small sum, considering Me he was risking his life. Yeah. <laughs> and um, obviously they pay him off with this sum of money, but there's clearly a, a sort of conflict going on between Dwayne, the Pebble Johnson, yeah. and the chief's son, who at first glance they don't seem to get along very well and as a sort of joke as the Dwayne the Pebble Johnson turns around he says oh we'll kill this one for free yeah um, so there's clearly some sort of conflict tension, there I'd tension say, yeah. you know but we don't really know what the chief's son's motivation are the name of which I think was Tuckmet Tuckmet who's obviously yeah. up to no good and which we'll find out very mm. shortly yeah yeah uh, what's going on there yeah <laughs> I love the way just say I know it's the same with all of these ones but I just love the way the sort of like the bad but like intelligent guy. First of all, they make him look Greek, and he's just got like a very British accent. But mm, yeah, yeah, funny that, <laughs> isn't it? British sounding people, yeah, villains. They're often villains. Yeah, yeah. 
Classic. Just have a sneaky voice, you know. I mean, we do have a good reputation, I guess. So, uh, for being yeah. villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it um, like that James Acaster joke where it's like, uh, one day, like, us British just set off and we robbed the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah, very accurate. Yeah, anyway, so... He then goes off to kill his target. So basically, he's been targeted with killing the sorceress of Memnon, who's basically giving him his power and telling him what the future holds so mm. he can do what's best for him. Cassandra's her name. Cassandra? Cassandra. You're very good with the names. So yeah, I have got them in front of oh, me. Oh, there right you go. Here. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just for reference throughout. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so um, they go to their camp, and I love this bit, because he like shoots an arrow yes. down at house and then attaches the other half to his camel, which he just rides around on. I very much felt sorry for the camel, yeah. camel in this situation. Oh, just in this film. zip lines down. The camel that historically maybe shouldn't have been there, I don't know. You were saying this the other day. Was it, was I it actually, to it's really there? hard to say, because if it's Egypt, yes, it's inaccurate. They didn't really get camels properly till about the, where the Persian Empire. So maybe, a lot later then. A lot later we're talking like 2500 years later roughly um but as they've been so generic about where they are they they kind of covered themselves weirdly yeah <laughs> security yeah. for ambiguity yeah it yeah. may be they're in nubia they may be in greece they may be in babylonia they may be in egypt we just don't know i will say as ridiculous as it was watching them slide down that it was way. cool the, the fact that the com- the camel did like lay down because he, yeah. he, they were struggling with the weight and stuff, yeah. I thought that was a little bit of them rec- recognizing yeah, yeah, yeah. that this isn't quite. In, you in know. honesty, the, the, the camel was. <laughs> it would happen in reality. The camel was a comedian. Low key, a very <laughs> good character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Low key had no lines. No, no lines. lines. But it's it's a great a great actor. So actually. We do get another kind of like Egyptian bit here now, I think about it. Because as he's sliding down, we, we cut to um, this guy who's like hanging upside down, a horse thief. What was his name? Arpid. And he does say that he's a priest of Set in this uh, in this scene. And that was actually an ancient Egyptian god who probably did exist around this time. So. There we go. Accurate. There accurate. Go. Just <laughs> no more than needs to be said, yeah. Um, I feel like they just got lucky, to be honest. <laughs> But yeah, so that he lands, and then we see like this massive fight going on. Mm. You know, like essentially, they make out like he's trying to sneak in. But it's the most obvious. Sneak yeah, in but he then just starts like a very massive loud. fight, yeah. and um, his brothers very quickly <laughs> die. Basically, yeah, Dwayne yeah. Seppel Johnson with his superior parkour skills. His brothers, who we don't really know the name of, is well. able to jump really over know. this tent. Yeah, leaving yeah. his brothers he to does, face he? Yeah. a barrage of arrows, <laughs> which they have absolutely no chance. I don't even think Dwayne would would have survived well, that. But because he had that magical mm. foresight, that clairvoyancy that yeah. shouldn't be here. But you know, the, yeah, he then cuts through a tent. How did he yeah. know that the sorcerer was in that tent? Just the biggest tent. That's Again, the guess. same clairvoyancy that he knew that those arrows were coming. Yeah. He just knows. They dro- he drops down to the tent and we see this big character, like in a cape. And Dwayne Johnson, he uh, draws his bow and points it. And then they slowly turn around. And I think you predicted this, didn't you? I, I said that I thought... I didn't think it would... I was like, oh, it's obviously going to be a woman. But he obviously... They're, they're like trying to pretend as if, like, oh, so we're going to be a man, mm. obviously. But it's obviously a very attractive woman yeah and that makes Dwayne Johnson go oh Ooh, well, I can't he hesitates oh, he hesitates yeah. a woman <laughs> god can't be killing men yeah. Um, but yeah no it's, a, it's an interesting scene and then they storm in I want to say they storm in because they don't kill Memnon. his brother this is where they actually because they oh, shoot yeah. him with the, the arrows they and clearly then, kill one of the other brothers yeah they kill the other brother but then the last one and that's when we find out that um, very British Greek man from earlier the mm. son uh, is a bad guy. Yeah. Yes. But he's not the main bad guy. No, no. no. Memnon's the main bad Memnon, guy. Who um, we are introduced to in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Introduced to here. Yeah. Mm. Memnon, who very much is a Greek name. Yeah. It is a Greek name. Yeah. yeah. He then takes uh, Dwayne, the Pebble Johnson's small little dagger. Oh, yeah. And then uses it to slit the throat of his um, brother. Mm. Who I know. Survived, survived the barrage of arrows. We then arrive at 
what is arguably, in my opinion, the best scene of the film. I think it is anyway. So, to set the scene, Harrison, why don't you talk us through what happens? I think, you know, when we're in that tent, obviously, Matthias' brother gets killed by the Scorpion King. That obviously sets up, like, the animosity, the conflict between them. Um, But, of course, the Scorpion King then wants to kill Matthias. You know, he doesn't want a potential rival, you know, to his plans. But the sorceress, Cassandra, intervenes and says, but, no, she's had a vision where... You know, killing Matthias now would be a mistake, and then it would, you know, mm. undermine uh, his plans for for conquering all these people. So mm. that's essentially the sort of plot armor how <laughs> Matthias uh, Dwayne the Pebble Johnson gets away with it, um, and is knocked out, knocked unconscious, and then that leads us quite nicely to the next scene. And here we basically they knock, yeah, they like you say they knock out Dwayne Johnson. And no then, easy feat, am I? No, no, no easy feat. No easy feat. And then he wakes up and he's been buried to, like, his entire body has been buried in sand, leaving only his head. Mm. And he's right next to um, the, the priestess, the, the priestess? The priest of Set we saw <laughs> earlier. What was his name? Arped. Arped. I think it's probably Arped. It's called Arped. Yeah. And I love how big a cop-out this is, because he just goes, I know how to escape. And then he's just somehow out. But, like, before that, Basically, um, the soldiers, they go around and they put um, torches in these ants' hills. And these massive fire ants come out and they can like, consume talking, them. Yeah, I'm talking massive. Yeah. Unrealistically big. Cannibalistic ants. Do you know mm. the really funny thing? I remember this from when I was um, younger. And I actually, I was looking up the film and uh, it sort of brought back the memory. And there was like this rumour going around when this film came out that those ants were actually real and they weren't CGI. Mm. <laughs> and then like, in like the making of, apparently they've got a scene where you've just got Dwayne Johnson like just like snapping at the air and stuff and pretending to flail around with these ants. I love, because he does bite a few ants. He does, I love yeah. when he uses his chin. His chin. Yeah. <laughs> but look, looking back on it, they're so CGI. Like, it's like quite mm. obvious. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that anyone thought those ants were real. Oh. It's um, obviously a credit to Dwayne's acting yeah. ability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, but basically, so um, the the follower of set, he just somehow gets out, and they don't explain how. It's like he's some kind of. I thought he was a magician or something. Where but, like some kind of like sorcerer yeah. himself. He's just sort of like that, a, a but... weird thief slash trader slash. Something. What I want to know like, is how did he you know come conjure up this escape plan when he was already captured? It doesn't make any sense, does it? Why did they yeah. put him there? Yeah. Like, why did they not just kill him? I thought they were killing him when they were yeah, going with the fire. He was literally burning him. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Um, but yeah, like so he escapes and basically he will only save um, Matthias, so Dwayne Johnson, if. He promises to take him on all of his journeys. And because he's an Arcadian for some reason in this film, he has to accept because his word is his honour. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, so he saves him by basically breathing fire on the ants. And uh, yeah. And then they don't really say how he gets him out. No, they don't no, don't take him out, does he? Just, just, like, just quickly the next to them. I, I would have enjoyed it just him, like, just having to dig him up. didn't have any equipment. No. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. So. He uses bare hands. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's great fun. So we get past that scene, and then we cut back to um, the main villain, Memnon. Mm. And he's got his sorcerer there as well. And there's just this weird dynamic where they basically throw every sort of cliche in they can initially. It's like, I'm a sorcerer, but I will lose my power if I am not a virgin. Which mm. is just like, Classic. of course. Yeah. And... Yeah, he's obviously uh, Memnon wants to sleep with her because mm. um, it's like I will bed you. Those yeah. are the exact words he used. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a very British villain because all of the villains are in this film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there much more to yeah, say? Yeah, about that that much more to say about he, he wants to bed her. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, he's enslaved her since she was a child. You know, it's it's all classic stuff, really. And then we arrive at okay, so. I think it was purely because they were so terrified at using a city that anyone know, ever knew the location of. Because there were cities in 3000 BC. You had uh, you had Uruk, mm. I think. You had places in Sumeria. Yeah, not well, many. Did, no, not many, but they did exist. So, fine. You did have urban, yeah, urban centres, exactly. Not cities like we know them today. But. No. So they go with, what, Gomorrah from the Bible. The city that... 
if, you know, if it did exist, no one knows the location exactly. Really. Probably somewhere in Jordan, something mm. like that, maybe. It's a safe bet on their part. Yeah, yeah it's a very their, safe bet. Cover themselves, really. Yeah, yeah. So they've clearly done that deliberately. Um, but yeah, so they need to get into the city, and apparently they have a lot of guards and things. Mm. So how do they do that, Jack? Um, well, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, Dwayne knocks poor um, Arpid out mm. again and, pretends, <laughs> and then tells the guards that he's got a prisoner. But they somehow recognise. Yeah, it's like, oh, this guy. <laughs> this guy, we've seen he's, he's, a a pest. he's a horse thief. He's done all our horses. <laughs> so they don't escort, the guards don't escort no, no. them in. <laughs> they don't take the prisoner off his hands. They just let him take him in um, to claim the bounty, of course. Um, and yeah, they just walk in then after that. Yeah. Pretty standard. Full foolproof plan. <laughs> foolproof plan. No consequences. Everyone's uh, all good. Um, yeah. And then he's kind of annoyed that he got knocked out again, but quickly isn't because he's like, oh, women. Yeah, he basically yeah. sat down at a bar um, <laughs> and he said, oh, wait for me here. And yeah, there's a beautiful woman barmaid. Um, and he just gets drunk. By the oh, of oh, then we're introduced to one of like the most random characters in like, he just randomly pops up somehow. So, he basically goes up to these children on the street. Oh, yeah. And he wants them to help him fight into, like, Memnon's palace. And one of them goes, like, it's something like, well, like, only an idiot would do that. And then it turns out they'd stolen his, his rupees, all, all 20 of them that Ooh. he earned for killing the sorcerer. Which he never killed, actually, now I think about it. Didn't really earn that, did he? He should have gave him that money. But, yeah. yeah. And, like, so he chases these kids around, and well, that's it, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a kind of clearly a filler scene to add that child in. Yeah, who that. then just randomly appears throughout the film. Yeah, like, and we don't know how. Do you know what I love? <laughs> okay, so this quite clearly is not supposed to be Nubia, but then later on, when they're in Nubia, presumably because they're with the Nubian tribe, he's just there amongst the crowd, like cheering on the fight. Yeah. How did, How did he get, get there? And you, kind of, yeah. you kind of think, does this child have any parents? Yeah. Are they not, not worried about him? For him? How was he well, teleported well. across, like, you know, a continent? How yeah. has he skipped out on all this school? You know? Yeah. But basically, like, the child helps him into the palace. Mm. And that's where we meet, actually, one of, like, the more kooky characters in the uh, yeah. show. Someone who reminded me a bit of, like, you know, like, maybe, like, he's like one, you know, the wise character, but the wise and slightly mm. eccentric character, like a Merlin. Yeah, he was, like yeah, no, he was, yeah, he was like a Merlin. Yeah. Older Merlin. Past yeah. his prime, a bit loopy, yeah. a bit yeah. eccentric, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of like, he's kind of like Gaius out of Merlin, if you've watched the TV show. I mean, niche, I've seen a few niche, episodes. Niche reference, but. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, he used to be quite big back in the day, I think, didn't it? Like, yeah, it was, it yeah. Rest in peace. Oh. Really? Oh, sorry, the show. Uh, the I show, yeah. the poem. I thought you meant the actor. <laughs> I was like, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> Colin um, Morgan is not yeah, dead. He's uh, alive and well. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> for, for reference, Harrison just did a cross shape on his... Uh, on, yeah, you know, like, yeah. He's, he's like you do with someone who's just died. He's peak, a very religious peak man. TV, yeah. Peak TV. Uh, all, all two episodes I've saw of it. Well, well two, entertaining. What? God, you really haven't lived. Really more um, of a Robin Hood oh, fan myself. But, champagne yeah. cast. <laughs> but um, yeah, what what happened next, Pete? I mean, he got, in, he got into the palace, right? Well, then, I know, you know, this is where you, yeah, yeah, go on, introduce this character, actually. Yeah. Well, this, this new character, what's his name? His name is Balthazar? Balthazar, that does sound right. No, but I think that sounds right. Him as that. Fioden, King of Rohan. Or Captain Edward Smith of the Titanic. Yeah. Um, you know. Weirdly, like, he's always in, like, the sort of minor part, but in quite good films. Yeah. <laughs> like, um,. Um, but yeah, like he's so he's essentially what like an eccentric adventure 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 um, inventor, inventor yes. who um, well he well he, so he, basically like the guards they storm the place don't they is that where this happens I feel like there's a um, scene I think there's he sees Balthasar first there's that's a scene right with yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah. and then Balthasar's like what are you doing here he says like, I'm here to kill because the they king. get but then yeah like they then he goes you're in the forecourt then like that yes, yeah yeah. But then he's about to kill him with his arrow, shoot him, when they bring in the child. Yes. And because he's given yes. him a rupee earlier on because he, uh, he allowed him to keep one of yeah. the rupees he stole because he helped him. Yeah. They're going to chop off the child's hand because they think he stole them. Yeah. 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 So he's faced 
with this conundrum because mm. it's like, do I take the shot for the Scorpion King or do I try to stop save the kid, save yeah, the kid, save basically, kid, yeah. yeah. And he basically tries to have the best of both worlds by, well, he he sort of like shoots the axe that's coming down on the kid's hand mm. and it's a very powerful bow because it basically like knocks the axe all the way back into the wall i think in terms of you know general physics rules that's it impossible it doesn't really I'll work does it no um, um it wouldn't have enough proportion or power <laughs> i don't understand no. it but yeah but then he he quickly like turns around and tries to shoot Memnon as well. But Memnon's... Because obviously he's being alerted now. He blocks it with his swords. Which I also want to say is impossible. But yeah, go on. We're talking about the greatest warrior of all <laughs> this time. This is a yeah. scorpion. It's basically yeah. a Jedi. This guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, later on, when he gets a fire sword, he literally... Oh, no explanation like, 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 how did that happen? He <laughs> just set on fire. Oh, right. And then, um, so basically he's on the run now, and he goes back to the inventor guy. I think we got his name wrong earlier, didn't we? Yeah, it's not Balthasar, it's actually Phylos. Phylos, yeah, yeah. right. Figure that out. Yeah. And he basically, we arrive at Phylos's place, is that right? Mm, yeah, his little um, laboratory. His room, his little laboratory. And like, um, he needs to try and escape, and we find out that Phylos has got a new invention, the catapult, which is actually supposed to be for transportation. Mm. But what's this little joke here? <laughs> There's a problem with the landing. Oh, there's a problem yeah. with the landing. Because that doesn't stop the Scorpion King. Oh, no, no. He uh, he gets in there and he throws his knife at the thing and gets catapulted. Mm. Through the window. Through the window. Through which the guards don't notice. They don't notice a massive broken window when they come in there. No, no, they don't, which I always thought was odd. Yeah, no, but where does he land? Um, I thought he... <laughs> Does he land like just on the ground? On the like, stone ground. No, no, remember he lands in the harem. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. he lands, but he does. He, yeah, he crashes through the ceiling, doesn't he? And then into the harem, and then it's all the women around. They him. they had the whole thing with this one where because like this was his first lead role, he didn't want to do too many like wrestling moves and things like that because he wanted it to be separate. But the one reference he did to his his wrestling character was in the scene where he he lands in the harem and gets surrounded by the women. He he raises his eyebrow. And that's his one, like, nod to, like, yeah, the, um, WWE, yeah. his fans. Um, that's classic. <laughs> but, yeah, basically, they sort of, like, uh, flirt with him and say mm. they can fulfill his every desire as they steal all of his weapons when he's not mm. realising. And he's left with nothing. Yeah, and then the guards come in and he's got to fight them barehanded. Mm, classic. This is the part where he then jumps off a ledge and just hits the oh, ground. Yeah, and then hits yeah. the ground. The thing is, it's like quite a high building. Like, <laughs> we're not talking died. about yeah. it. It was like, what, like 10 stories or something? It was yeah. like, it was like a, it, he would have died. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's not... And I, love, I do quite like this scene, because you see what, like, the, the woman rising from the water, and it's made out it's going to land in the water, and he just goes, <laughs> down the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's quite oh. funny. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't get the next part though, because they, then she's what like she's bathing, mm. and he jumps in the water because the guards are coming through, and then somehow they're just going through like a drain pipe. Well, they, like, he's, he yeah. like it's like the plug. <laughs> like, 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 they just yeah. remove the plug all of a sudden, and then this plug is so big that they can all fit down it. And then you have like what like mm. the cheesiest joke in the entire film where you've got that kid who flips a coin into the fountain and then she just appears. Yeah. And he's like, but, God be praised. And by the way, she is obviously completely naked <laughs> yeah, in the scene. Yeah. I mean that's um PG naked. PG yeah, as in, like you um, know she's naked, but you don't see anything. Yes. Um But uh the kids saw everything. They so, literally uh, they pushed that to the very limit though, the PG like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean very Obvious, it's like it's yeah. I want to call PG explicit, you know. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is very uh, <laughs> obvious that she's naked, but um... right. So basically, they basically escape the city, mm. and then they're traveling through the desert, and she doesn't like Dwayne Johnson at this point. No, essentially, no. not a massive fan. No, but I think there's kind of more to talk about with the next part where uh, we go back to Memnon, and he's basically 
furious that someone's stolen his sorcerer because mm. obviously he needs her to yeah. win the war. Yeah. And so he sends like a load of soldiers after them. But one of them has uh, the one reference to anything to do with scorpions in this film. Mm. I want to point out. Yeah, because yeah. they have an arrow that's poisoned by scorpion venom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dipped in scorpion venom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we cut back to uh, our three heroes. Sort of, I guess they're heroes. Yeah. Uh, going through the desert. And they meet up with these soldiers that are going to, like... That they're going to fight. Yeah. There's also a sandstorm at the same time. Well, that's... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he charges towards <laughs> them. And somehow he knows the sandstorm's coming because he puts that mask on. Yeah. And then they're just fighting <laughs> in a sandstorm. But I'm not really sure why the sandstorm was there. It's kind of just an added but bonus. There's this whole... This whole I mean, it was obviously an advantage. Yeah, yeah. The sorceress and yeah, uh, yeah. Matthias and whatever. But then they just end up in that cave somehow. Like, I don't know, I blinked yeah, and yeah. I somehow... I never understand how they get into that cave. They were in a cave, yeah. yeah. They were in, like, complete desert, open desert beforehand. Mm. Um, but this is where he gets uh, stabbed, right? At one point. Yeah, like, he basically... They go through the cave and he picks them off one by one. Yeah, Because, yeah, like, yeah. two of them fall into quicksand, which is the quickest quicksand Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Seen. That was a very unusual scene, I'll be honest. Yeah. And then they realise they got to... After two people died, they realise they've got to stand on the stones, which was kind of obvious, to would be it, honest. You would have learnt from the first person. Yeah, yeah. Look, those those stones aren't sinking, mm. and they're very opportunely placed. But yeah, they're very conveniently <laughs> placed as stepping stones. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, so uh, Matthias takes out everyone, and then the last person who's got the arrow stabs him with it. Doesn't use it as an actual arrow. No, he just fires from no. a bow. Um, which is a bit of a change because they seem to fire a lot of arrows in this movie. But uh, well, yeah. like, like you said while we were watching, it's they they always use them like guns. Where it's yeah, they like, use them like guns. Yeah. It's like <laughs> firing them inside all the time, um, close range. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this time he just stabs him with it. Yes, um, yes. Um, and basically, we get to the point where we realise the sorcerer does actually quite like Dwayne Johnson because he he, he you know like they see he survived, but then he collapses because of the venom. And then she basically leans over and just sort of like magically sucks the venom out of her. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I thought she was going to kiss him. <laughs> she just uh, sucks the to venom be, out. Yeah. Well, not literally sucks. She, no, she was, it, she was, it's she hard was not, to... She wasn't touching his lips no. with her lips, but no. she was just, you know, she was hovering over them. Yeah, and it kind of magically um, kind of... And magically the venom yeah. just excreted through his lips I don't know I it was, that sort of is slightly feasible right? if you get stung like a what that you can go sorry you can just obviously to that extent when it's like fumes you know. <laughs> but you are supposed to suck the venom out yeah so. but in a magical way in this in a magical yeah, way yeah. it's magical it's and then they're just um, like oh she almost died doing that and this thing's well, fine well she did and she didn't because she seemed kind of fine a bit later. I thought she was just sleeping. Yeah. But maybe she was actually. But I love the transitions here because then they're like, oh, we need to find water. Bear in mind they're in the middle of the desert. Mm. They just go, there's an, an oasis over there. <laughs> um, and, you know, from what I know about the desert, um, which is it's not much. Pretty it's pretty <laughs> desert of water. You know, you just go, oh, it's a convenient oasis there. It's just oh, kind of it's there's, there's a bit of an oasis a few blocks back. But like, a few sand dunes back. I saw one. <laughs> but the thing is, when they get to the oasis, they're having like they're having their drink. But then we find out that this is actually uh, Libyan land. Mm. And we have Michael Clark Duncan, what's his character? Um, Balthazar. Balthazar. The Balthazar. Accurate. The Balthazar. Yeah, yes. Accurate. And... Well, they basically surround her, them and take them to their tribe. And we find out that, um, well, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson wants them to join him to fight Memnon. Which is mm. all very convenient, don't you think, by the way? What, that they run into a that massive they, tribe of warriors? That just happened to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the middle of the desert. In yeah. the middle of the desert. Yeah. And suddenly and, they're now in Libya. Yeah. And, yeah. Also, <laughs> so they escaped Gomorrah, which was in, we're thinking probably what, like Jordan area. So, mm, you know... Certainly in the Middle East. Yeah. They mm. are crescent. And now they're in Nubia. There's a whole of Egypt between that. Like, there's a lot of... Land to cover. Yeah. yeah. And sea. Not sea, weirdly. Not sea. No, you can, you can, can get to it dry. Tiny, there is, can you? Yeah, tiny you can. little straight across. You yeah, you get the, uh, the ways of Horus, which are like a, a trade path. Between between that that joins the the Asian constant. Yeah, that 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 I don't know about in three thousand BC, but yeah, in, um, 
I think in sort of like the Ramesside period that that went from about like Jerusalem area to um, to sort of like Tanis, so like the Delta. Um, but either way, like they crossed a lot of land. That's like a decently long plane ride today. Well, it's hundreds and hundreds of kilometers. Well, probably well over a thousand kilometers. Yeah, yeah. They've um, travelled across the length of Britain several times over, basically. Yeah. In what looks like, you know, just an afternoon. Yeah. Um, which it is, kind uh, of yeah. reminds me, have you ever seen um, The Spy Who Loved Me? Yes. Where, like, there's a bit where, like, uh, because that's set in Egypt and you've got, like, Jaws following him. And I think, like, you oh, said it once where, yes. like, yeah. we discussed this before, how they managed to visit sort of every sort of landmark tourist site I, in I, Egypt. I think the way All you, in the course of one day. Yeah, you, you, I think the way you put it was, like, he went on a walking tour of Egypt. It's in a lovely suit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of got the same vibe. Yeah. So they just yeah. come across. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the magic of cinema. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's Actually, that is another one. I'm not the biggest Roger Moore fan when it comes to James Bond, but I do really like that yeah. one. Um, it's a great film. It is brilliant, yeah. yeah. It's one of the ones where the campiness of it, I actually think it does work in yeah. its favour. Plus, the Jaws is awesome. Um, Nobody does it better. That's the theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gather that, Harrison. Yes, yeah, um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, back to the Scorpion King. Um... Basically, he wants them to join him in his fight against Memnon. And it gets down to the old scene that all of these films have, where it's like, if you can beat me in combat, then I will join you. Not, yeah. re- not really sure why they were enemies at this point. Not really. There seems some aggression they, between the two of them. They just kind of add that on early on, don't they? Because he's in that Free Tribes meeting at the yeah. beginning, and he's just yeah. like, yeah. huh, Arcadians. Arcadian, and he, yeah. for some reason, he doesn't like them. Mm. Um, but one cool thing that I didn't realise until like watching this I I mean obviously there was editing afterwards as well but the point where they run towards each other and smash the swords together Mm. apparently they did legitimately break the swords when they did Mm. that obviously they then added like some CGI and stuff over the top of it but that doesn't surprise me really they're both you know really big big you 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 wouldn't mess with them yeah they're built like it's what's quite interesting is that you look at Menmon and you look at Balthazar you look at um, Dwayne and Rock Johnson, you think they don't look as physically intimidating, you know, but Menmon has obviously just got those insane swords. Yeah, skills, yeah. You know? mm. Yeah, I, I was going to, yeah, I was going to think of that as well. Actually, we don't see Balthazar yeah. ever fight Menmon, I don't think, in this film, which I think would have been no, interesting. No, we don't, because he just fights, um, like, he, he fights, just fights all those. Did you ever play cards? Dynasty Warriors? Yes. Kind of yes. reminds me of that, where he's just, like, taking out everyone with yeah. like, swings. Like, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I played that with you, didn't I? Is yeah, that the game I played? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like, it's it's actually... Every game they release... I think there was a point, like, it's between, um, like, four and seven with those games, where the biggest change they made in all of that time was you can carry two weapons. Like, but I love them. I used to buy them consistently. <laughs> it's like, so stupid. Um, so they have the big fight. And it's a pretty entertaining scene, actually, yeah, I think. Because... Essentially, apparently, I don't. I, I will. I will confess. I'm only getting this part from IMDb. But apparently, they just improvised after this and just had like a fight. Essentially, mm, yeah. like obviously, you know, like ho- holding their punches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, it's a good fight fun, scene. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, that that little kid is obviously just some, rooting. Oh yeah, he's somehow, there. Just somehow, uh, there. really, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, gets around like really rooting for Matthias. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Not because obviously, not, 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 because it's this is, this is, the weird thing is, you would have thought, like, oh, maybe he'd gone with Matthias across the desert. Yeah, like, that would have been a logical thing. But no, how do he make it there by himself? Yeah, you could have even written that in because he is like, he did yeah. save his life, yeah. ultimately. Um, no, he's just there. <laughs> but then we arrive. He's have a support. Yeah. Other than Cassandra. The of course, Matthias wins, we should say. Oh, yeah, yeah we should say, yeah. Should but it's a close fight. It's a close fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then we arrive at the scene where they're sort of like all partying and the inevitable scene uh, where um, Dwayne Johnson and our sorcerer, they uh, get together. They get together. Mm. They get it old. And in so doing, yeah. the sorceress now loses her ability yeah. to see mm. the future and her visions mm. and stuff. Oh no, but she does have a vision. Well, yeah, she does. That's she the does. Thing. She yeah. has one last vision with... Uh, Oh, yes, he does, yeah. Um, Foreseeing his death 
at the hands of... Well, no, it's not at the hands of King Memnon. It's at the hands of some random archer. Yeah, like, basically, Memnon throws him off of the thing, crashes through a table. Yes. And then um, the guy shoots him. And then the archer just yeah. comes yeah. around the corner and then just shoots him. But then um, she, she also sees that vision just before that of, like, the whole camp burning down, all the Nubians dying. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of just before that. Because she, she, um, she was touching that child. Yeah, yeah. And she, yeah, and she, and she saw, saw that child yeah, yeah. dead and, yeah. and all the other characters dead as well. Mm. So two really grim sort of visions. Yeah, and then what well, she loses her... I think I think that's probably why... Looking back, I didn't really put the two together. I think that's probably why she did, like, actually lose her powers there. You know, partly obviously because of like mm. love and all that as well, but also because she knew then when she went back to Memnon, it would change, it potentially change history a little bit or change yeah. the future. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But yeah, a bit of a well, I say a spoiler. This whole thing is just us talking about it. But um, yeah, but yeah, the next scene is basically Dwayne Johnson wakes up and he finds out that she somehow then walked across all of Egypt back to. <laughs> Kamora. That's Kamora. <laughs> no, she's already there. Um, it's funny, yeah, yeah, no, that's it. and he's obviously like, Well, I've got to go and get her, yeah. And um, um, obviously, he's joined by his new Nubian friends, who are like, they're all besties now, yeah. yeah. And in the meantime, um, Memnon's um, in his city, not throwing Gamora. a feast, uh, he's throwing a feast or whatever. And, mm. But then one of the soldiers goes up to him, he's like, Well, we've heard that the uh, um, the sorcerer is uh, is not with us anymore, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, obviously, Memnon's like. She's uh she is with us, of course she is. He reassures him. Yeah. Yeah. Um but she's not. Although she does just show up at she just shows up <laughs> at the very conveniently. Conveniently shows up in yeah. her classic sorceress of course, outfit. Yeah. Um and yeah, reassures um the man and Memnon himself. Mm. Um I think Memnon's a bit confused where she's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but did his he'll, best he'll, to hide it. He'll play along for now. Yeah, yeah. he'll play along. Um and then he just kills the soldier. Oh no! But the sorceress says, you know, oh, I've had this vision that we're, we're going to have a great victory. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. reassuring the the soldiers, placating them. You know, doing Menmon a bit of a favour, really. Mm. Um, and then she sort of escorted back to his chambers, and then, you know, the King Menmon kills that soldier there, and then for sort of yeah. spreading yeah. doubt you know, I, yeah. amongst the men, yeah. amongst the men, and then ends the feast rather abruptly. Yeah, yeah. No it's so, it's such no a shame. There's so much food left. Yeah, yeah, it's a waste. Really. I, I yeah. am someone who doesn't like wasting food. Like, mm. like, like everyone then, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my 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 ne- one of the next scenes is one of my favourite scenes. What, okay, introduce the um, and I'm not sure on the exact time scale um, timeline of this, but I love the scene where it's the snakes in the jar. So <laughs> oh, yeah, just... that happens just. After the point when they start to enter the yeah, I was going to say I do think I, think, I do think oh, I don't think it happens yes. there. I think it's there. kind of like it's kind of like it's not, yeah, it's simultaneous. I think I think Mateus is entering the city. You know, they're doing whatever they're doing, but at the same time, Memnon is not convinced that she's still got her powers. I don't know how, but he's not convinced. <laughs> so he he puts a load of cobras in jars. <laughs> He puts well, he puts four cobras in the jars, and she's got to pick the what jars that don't yeah, have the cobras six in. Jars, yeah, the six jars. And he spins them round, and she picks. Uh, she magically picks the first one correctly, mm. and the second one she just pulls out a cobra <laughs> <laughs> and just tries to attack him with the cobra. What? I don't understand this. Why? Why were they not scorpions? Yeah, I like, why is there so many times where they could have used scorpions? Considering it's called the scorpion like, king. Like, with that bit with the ants earlier on. Just swap it for scorpions. Like, yeah, everything could have been slightly scorpion themed, mm. but instead it was like you know ant cobra theme. If anything, it was just you know all <laughs> the, the ant king, <laughs> ant kingdom. The, the, cobra I think the thing is, like, unless the film didn't sort of explicitly tell you that Menlon was you know the king of the scorpions or what, the scorpion king, you wouldn't know. You no. wouldn't know. You'd have no idea because there's just mm. not enough. Scorpion references. I don't think in this film. <laughs> There's barely any. No, any really. Um, but yeah, what what happens? We there? should probably so, yeah. talk about how Balthazar and the gang got into. Yeah, because it's a great yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to do you want to say? Yeah. So they they start to arrive in this uh, caravan. Um, and the guards are coming up to them, questioning what's going on, and then. 
the horse thief is leading this caravan and he shows them, opens the caravan up and he sees all these pretty women mm. to try to seduce <laughs> to... <laughs> these Numibian the women. women try to seduce the guards and the guards are obviously very happy yeah. and he, he goes up to remove the veil of this presumably very attractive woman but it turns out to be Balthazar <laughs> yeah. in all his full glory um, who then immediately proceeds to, to beat the crap out of him basically yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, meanwhile King Matthias is that his name? No, it's Memnon. 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 No, no, no. Uh, not the king. Sorry. Oh, I mean the Matthias. other guy, yeah, yeah. the um, the Greek guy who was in Greek. Yeah. Are you talking about him? Are you talking about Matthias? Actually, Dwayne the Rock Johnson here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matthias. Matthias. Of course. Um, yeah. Who then is able to scale up this wall by using <laughs> yeah. a bow and arrow mm. to? At one point, is he just climbing up it? Like it's Pretty like it's just much. a flat wall, and he's just like. Isn't that the the temple? itself like within the city he's then climbing that yeah at one point i feel like the want... city walls i think he is oh, using does he the actually arrow arrow to, like, yeah he up. does love that and he's like dispatching the guards up there he then calls his camel who is conveniently he's <laughs> conveniently in the city um, at the time how, how the camel hasn't do you know what i love about that he calls him and the camel's tied up and ties up the small town <laughs> this was not really it's just like the camel's like an independent character. Yeah, like. yeah. It's just like, he can do his own thing. Really, he's right? just there I'm tied when, up when he just needs to be, you know. And the camel, you know, obviously hears the call of his master. Yeah. And then Dwayne the Rock Johnson then jumps down and lands on the camel. And at that point, they've made it past the city walls. Mm. And then they, they hatch their scheme, their, their plan. Mm. So, fire loss, not Balthazar. Um, and the horse thief. They decide they're going to blow up the sort of foundation stones of the temple. I think presumably to cause a distraction, I think, more than anything, rather than to yeah. sort of kill yeah, loads yeah. of innocent people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Balthazar uh, and his ladies are then going to be like the sort of the fighting force. They're going to go around, cause a big distraction, kill as many guards as possible, mm. um, be a big distraction for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's obviously going to. <laughs> try and take out King Menmon by climbing up the temple courtyard, the temple courtyard walls. Yeah. Very skillfully, I might add. Mm. Um, you can just do everything, can't you? This guy, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's like... And, and, like oh, sorry, no, no, sorry, no, no, carry oh, on. Oh, it's a bit of a tangent, but I was saying the other day, I think I was saying the other day, like, I started watching um, uh, some of the Texas Ranger, like, with Chuck Norris things, and I kind of noticed some similarities here, because, like, his character in that can just do everything. Like I was, I was watching one episode. I, I think I was saying about the other day, where like he was undercover in a school, and he just also happened to be the best teacher in the school, and he made every student in the school have A's, and like made, he turned all <laughs> yes, their lives yeah. around. I get the same vibe from uh, Matthias, where he just do anything. Oh, he can! Like <laughs> brilliant. Is Dwayne the Rock Johnson Dwayne with the Rock hair? Johnson. Yeah, well, he, he's, yeah he's so powerful. I oh, know. <laughs> he's like Samson. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, he makes it into the temple yeah. um, just as you know the sorcerer Cassandra pulls out that coat yes, right, out yeah. of the vase and then is using it to threaten mm. uh, the king, mm. and then fighting um, starts. Yeah, and then the film after this is just all fighting. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just a big fighting. load of fighting yeah. at the end, isn't it? Very violent. Yeah. So what we have: Dwayne Johnson fighting Memnon. Mm. We have um, Michael Clark Duncan. I forgot his name again. Uh, Balthazar. Balthazar. Just taking on literally everyone Everybody. in the full Dynasty Warriors it, style. It, it I is mean, classic. Every, he is, yeah. yeah, he's just absolutely battering them. Yeah, it's great to watch. Oh, also it's incredibly unrealistic. Yeah, he'd but... probably be killed like almost instantly. Almost yeah. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> if the guards had thought to just swarm him rather yeah, than just rather conveniently time. one at a time. Although there yeah. was that one point where he just sweeps across and just takes out all of their oh, swords yeah. in one swipe, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool The scene. amount of guards he was fighting, literally, he had he was like holding them all off and then he just back burst yeah. into the <laughs> that big room with all these guards surrounding him. It yeah. was great to watch. And then we have the women what fighting outside. Yeah. Mm. So they're like the three main fighting. Yeah, right. I will say in fairness, like I do feel like when it gets to this point with a lot of films, it gets a bit cluttered and messy. But I mm. kind of did always know what every character yes. was doing. Yes, in you fairness did. To yeah, it. and yeah. you knew that Phylos 
and uh, the horse thief were planting like all this, yes, these yeah. explosions. Uh, I think it was gunpowder. Yeah. I think they <laughs> were <it> used. <laughs> yes, that famous. Oh yeah. no, it was. Um, you remember the the inventor because he made it, didn't he? Invented. Yes, yes, that's he did. right. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he manufactured it. Yeah, Vilos. Mm. Um, Vilos. Thank you. Yes. Um, and they were like planting it all on these foundation pillars, columns, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think we reach a point where it all starts to go a bit wrong. We get the uh, we get the the fire sword. Oh, swords. the fire yeah. sword! Yeah. yeah, still confused how they were on fire. Well, they weren't like because it was fighting, and then you just went like that to a just flame. Put just them like, into the flame, and, and then, then they were on fire. Oh, like, was there fire. some kind of fuel on these swords that I was mean, lighting them on fire? Didn't it's see well any prepared to be. Them, yeah, like, also yeah. as much as like it is kind of it's kind of fantastical. It's cool. What was the actual point in it having would, the swords on fire? As was that actually yeah, going to say, was that, that going to actually do anything? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's fine. The handle is fire insulated, you know. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> no, it was a good scene though. <laughs> it was fun. And then yeah, because he like knocks. Um, oh yeah, because he knocks Dwayne Johnson to the ground. And actually, the only reason they knocked Dwayne Johnson to the ground there was because you know the bit where he's like laying down and he flips up without like. Oh mm, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. The director wanted that in because he'd never been able to see someone, see someone Dwayne Johnson size, be actually able to do that. Oh. And because he actually did that, he did the nice, nice. yeah, yeah. And this is, of course, when he's knocked out with all the fire swords and stuff. The guards are then surrounding all the all the Nubian women, and Balthazar is in that hallway, and he's got all these guards, you know, coming at him. Phylos and the horse thief have been captured mm. at this point. The guards all just come and surround them. Mm. Um, and then we get this, the prophecy scene, the vision. Yeah, yeah. The vision. Because Cassandra the sorceress yes, is looking yes. and she sees, okay, this is exactly how it's playing out in my in my vision. And then the random guard just comes around the corner with the bow and arrow and is ready to fire yeah. at Dwayne Rock Johnson. But she decides to try and intervene. She tries to, to like, like, yeah, stop it. Tries sort of like run, you know, yeah. heroically like. Tries take, to jump take him out the arrow, arrow. take yeah. the arrow, knock but him out the way. It or didn't really work. He just turned. He just <laughs> turned and caught her. If anything, yeah. she caused she the made problem. It. She, it was a self-fulfilling she, yeah. vision. She was a distraction. Really. She was a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. If she just told him, like, duck. Yeah, what is that guy? Like, watch that. out. Watch <laughs> out. Heads up, mate. Um, but no, instead he gets shot with the arrow. Fulfilling uh, her vision. Yeah, but like I do quite like the scene because obviously like, it shows how the vision fulfills, and then like actually like because they were, like it's essentially because like what the horse thief jumps in and decides to be brave. Yes, and then but like, I I actually quite like that part purely because like at that point I was sort of thinking he seemed. Do you remember like Jonathan from the Mummy movie? Yes, yeah. He sort of like because he was always a comedic comedic character. Yeah, yeah. but he would always. I mean, he was quite cowardly, but he'd always yes. step up when needed. Yes, and I kind of got the same vibe from the horse thief, and I think that was made. I don't know if that was intentional. It's probably because it's quite actually a generic trope. But, yeah, like, it is. I I like that. Yeah, personally. no, it's good. I mean, yeah. so obviously like Dwayne Rock Johnson has been hit with this arrow. You yeah. know. We assume he's dead, but he's not. Mm. He just sort of like quickly, slowly stumbles up, you know, and he reaches for his bow and arrow. Mm. And there is actually an earlier scene, like way, way earlier, where the chieftain's son, like at the beginning, I forget his name, Tak, Tak, something or other. The chieftain's son, I think um, it is Takmet. Let me just Tack, check on that. Yeah, yeah Takmet. Uh, yeah. But basically, he tries to use um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's bow earlier. Mm. There's like a certain scene, mm. and it's when he can't, at, it's when he, can't draw, he can't draw the bow he's at because the feast table. Yes, like it is a show off table. to some women, mm. um, but he can't draw the bow because it requires such incredible strength. Mm-hmm. And obviously, King Memmont, he's very impressive. He's got all these impressive sword skills. But the thing I think that most stands out is his ability to deflect arrows <laughs> with well, not deflect, but stop arrows. Yeah, um, with a sword. With a sword. Um, so obviously, you know, it's quite an impressive feat to even use mm. this bow, to draw it all the way back, which of course is what Dwayne the Rock Johnson does. Mm. So he's got he uses the arrow that he's been shot at. <laughs> Reaches for his back, removes it. I missed it, that. And then... yeah, I missed that. I thought <laughs> it was this bit. This is amazing. Uses the same arrow he's been shot at, primes the bow, and of course King Memnon's looking at him. He's like, bring it. Yeah. He's got two flame swords, you know, but of course... Dwayne Rock Johnson, incredibly strong. He's able to draw the bow all the way back. Yeah. He's in all his strength and might. 
and he lets off the arrow. And it's so fast, the shot, King Memon doesn't even flinch or react. Yeah. He's just shot straight away yeah. straight in, in the, the chest. chest. Yeah. And as he's shot, Phylos and the horse thief, they've obviously been captured at this point. Mm. They think they're goners. But the horse thief, as you say, decides to be brave. Mm. He then quickly grabs a torch, just, lunges yeah. forward, and then sets off the gunpowder, which then explodes <laughs> the foundation stones, and it causes a whole series of explosions across the temple courtyard. Yeah. Um, conveniently saving all of our heroes, really. Um, mm. All the Nubian women, surrounded by all the guards, yeah, are able to good. dispatch off them. Mm. Uh, dispatch all the evil guards. Balthazar in the hallway very conveniently jumps <laughs> to the side, <laughs> avoiding all the fire and mm. explosions mm. and stuff. And King Memnon, who at this point has been shot in the arrow, has mm. fallen to his death amidst a massive fire explosion. So. I do, I do like that. Like, I think it's quite a cool scene. But like, I also do just think where he's standing there with the swords, it's like literally a pillar next to him. Yeah. He could have just walked sideways and he'd have been fine. Yeah. I know, like, the reason he didn't do that was, like, he's trying to be, like... He's, know, it's a cocky. Yeah, he's cocky. cocky. You know, he's, he's cocky. Crying. He thinks he can block arrows. He's never failed him before. <laughs> yeah. He's the scorpion gonna... king. <laughs> you know. I know. Why do I need cover? I've got a sword. Yeah. <laughs> Two swords. <laughs> Two yeah. swords, yeah. Um, and he falls to his death. Yeah. And presumably is burnt to a crisp. And then mm. we have the ending of the film where mm. the scorpion king becomes the king. Essentially, yeah. Uh, Matthias Dwayne Rock Johnson becomes mm. the Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, he's got the girl. He... He's got the sorceress. The sorceress. Yeah, the Cassandra. Yeah. Cassandra at his arm, and then <laughs> the heavy metal starts playing as a credits uh. roll. <laughs> yeah, an overall brilliant film. Yeah, like um, very entertaining. Normally, with these, I try to rate them out of. 10. I know what I'd give it, but I have nostalgia for it because I've seen it a few times when I was younger. What would you What do you reckon you'd give it out of interest? I'd, I'd let Jack go first here. Do you know what? what? You... I mean, what, out of 10? Yeah. What is this racing about, though? Is this just overall score? or is um, It's entertaining. No, with all of these films, I take accuracy out of it entirely. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd give Curious it a 7. Package. Package. I'd give it a 7. Interesting. That's also what I'd give it. I'd give it a 7 because it's not... It's got... Okay, right. So, like, if I was going to compare it to the Mummy, for mm. example, I prefer the Mummy the a, a lot more. I don't think um, this was ever meant to more, be better. You know, no, more entertaining the Mummy. I think it's it's more fun. I think the kind of jokes are better in it. Um, <laughs> this is a lot more kind of. I don't know. Isn't is it? Would you say? I mean, there is slapstick, but it's not. It's not as funny as the Mummy. Like it's, it's not one that, that yeah. it's designed to necessarily be funny, but it's me- it's meant to be kind of like easy watching, good action. You know, you've got a bit of everything. You've got very attractive women, you've got big muscly men, you've got a lot of swords, um, you've got the camel, arguably the funniest character. Um, <laughs> arguably the best character. Um, but yeah, I think it's got a bit of everything, but i give it a seven, but I think a lot of people would probably rate it lower than that. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's only, I think it's 41%. Yeah, like, so, um, not great. I think it's high. I'd say, I don't, I don't be expecting like a 50%, I think, for Rotten Tomatoes for this. Yeah, I think it's half. Like, yeah. It's half, 41%. Mm. What do, what do you write? Well, I think for very much the same reasons Jack has discussed, I think it's a very... It's just a nice little story, really. Very simple plot. Mm. doesn't entirely make sense if you... Yeah, but, like, about it, it's but not to be it's not about really. that, you know. I mean, I know we I have, think but... You the characters are entertaining enough. Yeah. I think the acting is a bit fun in mm. certain places. Um, yeah, now, I don't think it's as good as The Mummy. No. From, from memory. I haven't seen The Mummy in quite a while. I, I've it's seen like, it recently. And no, seen like, recently. There's no comparison. Yeah. No comparison. Um, I agree. So I, I think I'd give it a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. I think, I that's, think it's that's, that's actually what I was expecting, because I thought I have nostalgia. That would knock it up a point. Yes. Like, yeah. um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed, no, it. I enjoyed it. I'd recommend. I'd recommend mm. people go see it. If they haven't already. <laughs> when I mean, this film comes this was released 2002. 2002. <laughs> they would have had to have seen it by now. Oh, well, you, they we didn't. We yeah. didn't. No, no, but the way you said it was as if they were going to go to the cinema. Go now, and see yeah, it. Right. on the other hand of it, I know a lot of people have seen this film. I don't know many people who have seen any of the others in the series. Except myself, who's seen all of them. No, and as you pointed out to me earlier, there is, what, six? Five? Uh, there's five, five but five, there's five. Eight, they're doing a reboot scene that's actually... Mm. Well, it's, I don't, like, from what I've seen, it, it's produced by Dwayne Johnson, so I'm sort of a little bit low-key excited about it, actually. Yeah. 
probably amazing. But like, yeah, no, uh, they're great. Like the second one, uh, just uh, we we watched the second one yesterday. We're not going to obviously do it here, but we did watch um, the second one, which I thought like they had a minotaur in it. They had uh, them go to the underworld. That made a lot less sense. That (laughs) there was many illogical scenes. And they got the 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 thing I think funny about the third one is they spent most of the ten million dollar budget they had on elephants. That just stand, <laughs> do nothing, stand still. It's also got ninjas in it, which is cool. Uh, the fourth one, which I actually have no recollection, except I'm pretty sure Dave Bautista's in it. Uh, it's oh, like his cool. first film. He's only like one of the villains, like a like background character. Obviously, this was before Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the fifth one, which has got this weird rock giant guy in it, which is a uh, yeah. It's got. A, it's also got like a portal, but I can't remember what for. What it does. Yeah, but they're like flipping between kind of normal world and like like kind of mythical yeah. legends, don't they? Which is quite yeah. a this, this one was probably the most set of reality. Yeah. In terms yeah. Of, there was nothing. There was magic, but it was yeah. not as. It was low key. Yeah. It's not outlandish. Yeah. Really. You know, it wasn't crazy magic. Hmm. Right, I think that about wraps it up, do you think? Or Yeah, I'm, that's all I've got to say, really. Yeah. Right, well, thank you very much for joining us. And thank you uh, for joining me here and being guests, I should say. Oh, it was, well. a, it was a pleasure. Thank yeah. you, Pete. It was an absolute thank you. pleasure. Mm. Again, thank you everyone for listening. And join me on Monday, where I shall be going over The Scorpion King 2, Rise of a Warrior from 2008. See you then.